You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Welcome to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, daily conversations with Christian entrepreneurs to inspire and empower Christian business owners to walk strongly in their faith while build a thriving business that honors Him in every way. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. And welcome to another episode of the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast. This is episode 128, and I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross, the podcasting queen. My guest today says, belief is everything. It's what leads to transformation. And joining me on today's show is Althea McIntyre. Althea is a Chicago-based business coach who helps Christ-centered female entrepreneurs stop leaving money on the table and make money in their business God's way. Her clients learn how to trust God more and become the business leader that God created them to be. Now, when she's not working, she can be found with close friends and family in churches, praise, dance, ministry, keeping up with the latest trends in fashion, reading in nature or traveling internationally. Now on today's show, she's going to share trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding and in all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. She's going to talk about aligning your business and your life with God's will, purpose and plan to truly succeed and experience to peace, joy, abundance and freedom as an entrepreneur, as well as don't be afraid of the word no. No is just feedback and it is not personal. So she's going to be talking about all of those things today. Welcome to the show. I'm so excited to be here. So many uh, great things you're going to talk about, and I especially love how in your work, what you do is you help women entrepreneurs stop leaving money on the table and making money in their business God's way. So many of us uh, really don't recognize that there is so much more, um, well, I guess income that we can be generating, often it is giving away you know, our time. Many of us are service-based businesses, and I'm sure you've got lots of insights to share. Tell us, what led you down the path that uh, you're now in your coaching practice and, and working with female entrepreneurs? Was it something that you'd always wanted to do, or were you guided by various circumstances along the way that God has guided you now to, to open your business? You know, God completely has guided me along the way. Uh, I didn't always focus on working with Christ-centered female entrepreneurs. It was God who was telling me to do it quite some time. And I'm not proud of the fact, but the truth was I was very delayed in my obedience. My coaching practice was not, uh, was a, I would say just like a general coaching practice. It was helping executives, entrepreneurs, um, and career and career professionals in their career, but it wasn't focused until about two years ago mm-hmm. to helping Christ-centered female entrepreneurs. And it really came about me um, really getting sick of not obeying God mm-hmm. and sick of, of being delayed in his obedience and him showing me that one of the things that I'm really good at is closing sales mm-hmm. and asking for the business. And that area is an area that many Christ-centered female entrepreneurs and business leaders really struggle with. Yes. 
And so I'm so grateful. <laughs> I'm grateful that he was patient with me. And then I finally decided to do it his way to line my business. Yeah, uh, his will and my life. Yeah, you know, I think uh, as you're sharing that story, we can all relate. I know I certainly can. Uh, you know, where you have these ideas and visions, and then you you launch, and it goes, you know, semi okay. Till finally going, all right, I have exhausted pretty much every avenue. I think I should do what it says in the Bible: seek first the kingdom. And then once you do, you realize, my goodness, uh, thank goodness. Uh, that our God is a patient God as well as loving. Uh, so uh, absolutely can resonate. Let's talk about trusting in the Lord with all your heart and not leaning on your own understanding. Because as entrepreneurs, no matter what business that we're in, uh, we can often get really excited about our vision and our goals and our purpose and all of that. And, and really, like I just explained, sometimes leave him out of the picture. But we're saying you need to trust in him across all things share more about this absolutely and i and it's really um that that, that scripture is what god gave me and i think it's particularly true for us as entrepreneurs because of our gift of planning and strategy and we tend to lean to our own understanding and really knowing that his way if we are who we say we are as christians and believe that his way is the best way to trust him and to lean to him. And if he tells us to go in a direction or he tells us, as he tells me specifically, go after this opportunity or reach out to this individual or not to do certain things that we can trust in him. And actually it makes doing business a lot easier. It doesn't always feel that way, mm. but it is actually a lot easier because we're not working with our own strength and we're not trying to uh, we understand that we don't know it all and, and we get to walk out our faith. And that's where God gets to delight us and surprise us. And we get to see the Holy Spirit working in ways that we could not even imagine. Um, and, and that's what makes business more fun. Mm. And it is something that we have to, as entrepreneurs, um, learn how to do and practice and be supported mm -hmm. in doing so. Yeah. What are some of the things that you do, Althea, when you uh, obviously spend time with him and, and really turn to the Bible for, you know, as it, the other day I was speaking to a, a, a guest and was always turning, Jeremy Holsworthy, I think, was um, the, the show, and he was turning to the various passages of the Bible and said, you know, the Bible is a, even a, a business uh, book as well that we can reference and take elements out of that and really apply it to our business. So what were some of the things as you started to transition? And I'm, I'm encouraging you to share this because there may be someone listening or watching today that can really see in their business the direction that they've been heading or maybe even the focus of ideal client needs to be redefined into what God is saying. So what were some of the things that you did that really supported you in in just taking that step and taking action and knowing that this was exactly what God wanted you to, to do in your business? Well, the first thing, which was the hardest thing, and it's hard for most driven and ambitious um, entrepreneurs, is to slow down. I really had to slow down and um so i could hear what he was telling me to do and and 
Um, I, I mean, I, I want to go deeper into that, but that really, you know, slow down all the activities, slow down, um, how, you know, what's on your to-do list and really spend time, intentional time with him. Now, not only in prayer and in Bible study, I know for me and for many people, we hear God in nature. So it was journaling and really seeking him and asking him to help. And I also worked with a coach to help me, um, to guide me in that way because it, it wasn't my, my tendency to slow down. I wanted it to get it done and I wanted to get, to get done quickly. And there was also a lot of fear that was rising up in me. I mean, particularly if you, if, if your listeners are anything like me who was in delayed obedience of following the guidance of, of the Lord for many years, I had a lot of fear. Fear had, um, you know, fear is so funny. I think sometimes we take it lightly, but fear of caring what others might think, fear of uh, rejection, uh, doubting, did I really hear God say this? So I had to work through that as well. And, um, you know, we know that faith comes by hearing the word of God. Mm. So I, I'm saying a whole bunch of things. I'm hoping you, you can capture it because it was multifaceted, yeah. you know, spending a lot of time listening uh, to gospel and, and hearing the word of God uh, and going to church and, and then taking baby steps, really mm. taking baby steps. And here's the wonderful thing is um, God will confirm what we, what we will, what he's told us through other people. Mm -hmm. And so as I started taking action in a new direction, um, there was confirmation. There was one confirmation in, in my ideal clients needing help in this area. Uh, God gave confirmation in, in other areas, revealing to me in particular that there's things that I that come natural to me that I'm, I do very well mm -hmm. that I didn't realize others were struggling with. Yeah, great, great insights there. And certainly um, people can go back and listen to those again as they're wanting to map out some real key areas that they can certainly be supported as they're going through that. Uh, love those. Let's talk about aligning our business and life's with God's will. I think everything that you've spoken about can really add value in this area as well. And uh, I love the way that you've said it's the path to make money God's way. Because, you know, sometimes, mm -hmm. as I think as Christian entrepreneurs, um, you know, when we think about um, many of the, 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 the sermons that we've listened to over the years, I know that, you know, I kind of, my belief around the whole money thing for a while took a long time to really, so you know what, you've actually misinterpreted that. It's the love of money. Money itself is not uh, a bad in, in itself. And as we know, if we put God first and really want to build a kingdom business that honors him in every way, we will be blessed when we, you know, focus on that. So share a little bit about how can we align our business and life with God's will and make, uh, you know, great money in our business so that we can bless others. What, what are some things and insights that you've seen really helpful for you and maybe even what you share with your clients? Yeah. Well, there's, when we come down to it, you know, Emily, there's three things that we need in business. We need to strip everything away. We need God. We need to trust God. We need to obey God when he tells us to do things that don't make sense. We need to do it. 
And then for us, we need to be doing the work that he wants us to do, um, serving the clients that he wants us to serve, um, having the thoughts that he wants us to have, um, thinking the way that he wants us to think. And then the third thing is we need clients. We need to close, know how to close sales, mm -hmm. how to lead the sales conversations, how to follow up, how to overcome objections. Um, so those are the three, when we like strip everything down, those are the three things that we need and we need it in those order, mm. in that order, right? Yes. So when, so the first thing is to look at, um, you know, am I trusting and obeying God for a very prime example? Uh, as you know, we needed to reschedule this, this, uh, our podcast interview and I initially rescheduled for June because mm -hmm. I was like, oh, because of the time difference, I'll do it during the day. And the Lord said, no, Althea, do it in May. Mm -hmm. And as I looked at the times that were available uh, because of our time difference, I was like, oh, it didn't, it wasn't convenient for me, mm -hmm. but I was really convicted by that. And so I was like, okay, it does not make sense. Um, but I did, you know, I had, I scheduled in June and then I went back and scheduled it in May. And so it's the little things of obeying and trusting God. He will, and when he tells us to do certain things. Mm. So that really be mindful if when the Lord tells you to do certain things, I've had where the Lord's told me to reach out to clients. I've seen on a Facebook uh, prospective clients and not really knowing necessarily the reason why and being delighted or surprised. Um, I saw on Facebook, one of my Facebook friends, the Lord told her she has a program. And the Lord told her to reach out to, some, to someone who she hadn't spoken to in many years and offer a scholarship. And then within a, in a couple hours, this person ended up reaching out to her. Um, so really doing what the Lord says to do is the, is the, the fundamental. Mm -hmm. uh, moving into, uh, and, and we can stop here or I can go into that. Oh, look, hey, come in, keep going. And I okay. think especially around that whole uh, sales conversation, I think we, we've got time to certainly dive into that because that is an area I know many, many Christ-centered female entrepreneurs stuck, are stuck with. So it's going to be genuinely very helpful today. So keep sharing. Okay, perfect. So um, so we so you, we understand the trust and obedience. It's mm. something that we as Christians, we understand. But are we actually doing what he said to do and, what, and, and just, you know, continually to make sure that we are doing that? Yes. Because he will direct our path. And so the second part in the you part, and this is true for ideal clients, we know that, you know, if we serve everyone, we serve no one. Mm -hmm. And I truly know and believe that the Lord has certain clients um, kind of marked for us, right? We are supposed to work with. And there's a, a resonance, like the, the ideal clients will recognize us if we, <laughs> when we, excuse me, when we, I, you know, stand up and, and speak directly to their challenges, into their pains, into their desires, and let them know that we are the one. And again, the Lord telling us to do that. So the Lord told me, Christ-centered female entrepreneurs out there and business leaders, and really speaking specifically to the unique challenges we have. And so that was the pivot that I did in my business after being in business for you know, over 10 years, really pivoting and speaking to 
you know, this ideal client. So they know that I am the one. And, and then through that, as we go into the sales, mm-hmm. the, this is an area, you know, the fear, the fear of rejection, which is a fear of hearing no, mm-hmm. is something that stops yeah. many Christ-centered female entrepreneurs from making more money in their business. It, it's what stops, has them leave a lot of money on the table because they're afraid to hear no. No is um, seen as something personal. It's a personal attack uh, when really that's not what it is. No is feedback. Mm. No is feedback. It's not a personal attack. It's feedback and it's feedback into a number of things. It could be feedback into are you speaking, are you providing a solution to your ideal clients and maybe you, you're 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 not you're not the solution you're providing is not addressing their number one challenge so that's could be feedback on that um so no is is not feedback and 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 so that's one of the things once my clients and we have a fun game that we play which is uh going for the no's and collecting a hundred no's oh, wow. collecting a hundred no's and what happens when you collect a hundred no's is you, well, one, we know that yeses live in the land of no. So if you want more yeses, you got to, you know, spend more time in the land of no. And so when we play the hundred no game, it's truly a game. So we make it fun. You can't lose. Mm-hmm. You win by getting no's, right? Where people say yeah. no to you. And you also will win because in the no's, you will get some yeses. Yes. But as you begin to collect no's, then it no longer has the same, and you look at it as a game, like if I get a no, I'm winning, mm-hmm. then it no longer has the same um, meaning mm-hmm. as it once had of like, oh, I don't want to hear a no. Since I don't want to hear a no, I won't even ask. Yes. So, um, and, and to bring this back really biblically, we know that a lot of times, um, you know, the fear of rejection is like, you know, it's associated with, you know, hearing what others might think. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to come off as too salesy or pushy. Um, But we know in the Bible, the Lord does not want us to, he wants us to care more about what he wants and what he thinks and not to care what man thinks. Mm -hmm. And these are things that I had to um, go through, be transformed with, you know, I'm, I'm sitting here because I struggled with this. Okay. Yes. <laughs> you know, and I'm so proud. It's like, oh, okay. The Lord really had me struggle with this yeah. and had me walk this thing out so that I can tell others, I get it. And there is another way. Yeah. I love that. So what would have been the, 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 I guess the insight, if you will, or the real aha that you had other than the one that I think is so powerful and that you've already shared is, is that we don't want to know because we want, we take that personally and think that that's a, a rejection to who we are, the value that we offer, which, as you've said, is absolutely not the case. It may be something that we can do slightly differently in the conversation to ensure that we really have positioned the value, the outcomes that our client is going to receive through investing in our services or our product. But what were some of the other ahas that you had that really allowed you to step more comfortably and confidently in having the conversation with a client or a prospective client? Because I think once you get to that point, then you can really confidently uh, 
just have that conversation and it flows so much more smoothly to the point where often your clients will be waiting for you to make that offer and there is such a difference in that isn't there when you look back to where you were struggling because I've experienced that myself many years ago too and sometimes get a little bit nervous as well but once you get to that point it's such a huge relief isn't it it is and you know so one of the things that helped I mean, I, as you were saying that I was like what helped me I remember mm. being um I was mastermind with um another business owner, another coach, and we'd speak every two weeks. And I had a program and I didn't have the numbers I want. And she said to me, okay, you know, every time you make calls, you know, people always sign up for, sign up for your program. It was like, I had forgotten. Um, and sometimes I'd forgotten that that's what happened. The results that I was able to create. I was, I forgot that, um, that was a gift and a strength of mine. And being with someone else reminded me. And so, you know, I'd make the phone calls. And um, I remember particularly that was years ago that happened. Yeah. But another, I had a program and it was starting on Tuesday. It was a six-week course. And I had, it was Friday. I had one person enrolled. Yeah. I had one person enrolled. And I was committed. I just, in my mind, remember belief. I believe it. Everything starts with your belief. I was, I believe this was going to happen. I believed I was going to have people enroll. I, I, I believe that the Lord wanted me to do this. I, I believe that I wasn't going to cancel the program. And I found, um, I remember I had a call scheduled for Monday. I made calls on Saturday night, mm. Saturday night. And I spoke to someone who'd been on my list for a while. She was so happy to hear from me. You know, not, like it was so random. I mean, I never made calls on Saturday night. She was so happy to hear from me. I was catching up with her. And then she was like, oh, it's so nice catching her. I was like, well, actually, I have a, there's a reason I called. And I told her about my program. And she was like, I am so happy that you told me about this. It's something I really need. But let me think about it. Yeah. And um, end of the story, you know, by, by Tuesday morning, three more people signed up. So we started with four people. Yeah. And it was just, you know, we sometimes have to walk that out, right? Yeah. We have to walk out like, you know, just really, um, what would I say? Like just the, maintaining that belief mm. um, and, and staying in that belief and then doing things outside of our comfort zone. Yes. And, um, and then we'll be, and that is always a reminder to me when still, if, if I get some feelings of fear, I have to re be reminded that, you know, on the other side, there's someone who is, because I've heard like, oh, I've been praying for this, who mm. is praying for this and, and leading me, because I believe in sales, we should be leading the sales conversation. And as leaders, we should, you know, we, we do things that others don't do, that leaders do. Yes. And so picking up the phone, <laughs> inviting people is um, how you lead the conversation and what leaders do. So yeah. that that helped me really uh, through the challenges of asking for the business. Yeah. You know, one of the things that I'm reminded of as you're sharing that, thank you, uh, about, you know, picking up the phone, sometimes I think, you know, because of a lot of uh, the marketing that we're doing and the relationship building that we're starting the relationship, a lot is online and we contend to forget that maybe it will require 
you to pick up the phone, touch base, ask people, how are you going? Is there any way that I can support you? And doing that from a genuine um, place, which I know we, we are going to do that from as a, a Christian business owner. Um, but how often we do assume that just by a click of a button, and sometimes, you know, we read from other marketers, push the button, write the email, push the button, sit back and watch the orders flow in. So when that doesn't happen, we often <laughs> think to ourselves, hang on a minute, why is it working for everyone else but not necessarily working for me? However, we don't often see what goes on behind the scenes, the phone calls, the follow-up, the relationship building. Share more. Absolutely. I'm so happy you said that because, you know, um, we have to remember, you know, I believe that no high-end client comes outside of a phone call. That's mm. a belief I have. Mm. And if you, if we all think back, I mean, I can think back of the high-end programs that I enrolled in. Yes, I may have entered the relationship through a, through a lead magnet, through a webinar, but it was a phone conversation that I had with this coach that actually closed the sale. Yeah. And so there are a lot of things that are happening behind the scenes that we don't see that other people assume, like when I tell my clients to pick up the phone, they're pretty amazed yeah. about the results. So, so that's one thing to remember. And also we have to remember that, you know, people are busy. So, you know, they may see our email like while they're grocery shopping and then they forget to go back to it. And um, so, you know, there's a lot of things going on. So I really believe in the phone um, as, a, as a personal touch. I think it's, 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 um, in a high touch, in a high tech world, high touch will always win. Yes. Such a great reminder and thank you for that because I think often we can have a false assumption that uh, online, emails, newsletters, all of that, which is great stuff, great touch points. However, uh, and I'm, I'm a big fan when everyone zigs, you zag. What is it that you can do oh, that oh, really that. enables you to, to stand out? And picking up that phone, you know, it's like, what, the phone? Isn't that old technology? Actually, no, nothing is old when it is to do with communicating and engaging and speaking with your ideal client. And if that what gets you to stand out because no one else is ringing and following up that way, I think it's a, a great, great uh, insight that we can take and apply in our business. Althea, share with us a little bit more about the programs you do offer, particularly for those people who may be looking for someone uh, to support them because they can see that they're really struggling and what's the best way for them to connect with you? Right, so the best way they can connect with me is at my website, thebestcareerforme.com. They can reach me there. And I'm also on social media, my first and last name, at any of their favorite social media sites. But again, the best way is thebestcareerforme.com. And one of my newest offers that I'm having a lot of fun with, and it's really producing a lot of results for my clients, is the Money Mindset Breakthrough Intensive. Mm -hmm. um, because most, what's happening, you know that everything starts in the mind. And most you know, making money is a mindset game. And if our thoughts around money, making money, um, bringing in money, bringing in abundance in, in wealth is not one that is um, in line with the results that we want, if, if it's negative, if it, it, then 
our actions will reflect that. We, you know, clients will find that they won't ask for this. They may find, and this is what I see in a lot of um, clients, is that they'll spend a lot of time on their lead magnet, on the free offers, and, and making sure that's all ready to go, but never thinking about the sale, mm -hmm. never thinking about the paid offer, because it's, and this is a money mindset, or yes. in a situation if you find that you automatically discount your services. You automatically do it. Um, you're on a call or sharing your offer and just assume that someone's in a hardship and you automatically discount. Again, this mindset, money mindset breakthrough intensive is for you. These are some of the challenge where it's like, why am I not making money? But you're not realizing that your thoughts need, you need to break through the money blocks you're having. And if, those are some of the things that I can tell if you're having a money block. Another money block is never asking for the business. So you may post something or share something online and people love it. You're getting, you know, a thousand likes and 30 shares and, you know, 50 comments. And then people are coming into your um, private messaging and asking for more. And instead of seeing that as an opportunity to invite them to work in a paid offer. You just, you just give them more. Hmm. And again, these are some of the behaviors that clients who had before they had the money mindset breakthrough intensive. And as a result, they're, they, they, we, we really do an intensive 90 minutes hmm. and really get to the core of the issue and shift the mindset and create new beliefs that they're gonna work on and walk out and then lead with an action plan because I do believe even taking action, um, the Lord wants us to take action. And so, you know, not only you're going to leave with a new money mindset, you're going to leave with um, a plan, which is really exciting. So, yeah. in fact, yeah. some of the so one of the plans often is play the hundred no game. <laughs> yeah, I love <laughs> it that. Tends to be a I love favorite. that. Yeah, it tends to be a favorite. Completely in, in, you know, transforms the, the no. It's kind of yay, another no, and it's like oh okay. Yeah. And then by the time you can see yeah. that uh, you get those no's, you realize you know what it is having um, more conversations. One of the biggest things that I think was an aha for me was that the fact that you had to have more scheduled phone calls. And when you don't, this is the biggest insight for me, that you are going to get no's and people are not ready that just at that time and that's okay. Nothing to do with the quality of service you're providing. But if you have minimal calls, that means you are going to have more no's. But if you have numerous calls, then you're going to have yeses and some no's and that's all right because you've got that momentum building. And um, and so once I realise that, it's, oh, I just need to schedule more calls in so that I can have more conversations. And uh, it seems quite silly when I repeat it, but you know, when someone is, is, cause I, I've been there, done that. I think a lot of us, um, can say that in, in, as we're growing in this area, um, that once we realize that it's wow. Okay. It's just a matter of 
getting comfortable so that I can have the conversation. And I had a similar conversation with a client that I've just finished working with. I think we've just got to do uh, recording for a podcast for her and then she's all set with her uh, content and strategy and so forth. She said, I want to be like you when I'm having my sales conversation. Just roll off the tongue. She said, I, you could have been re reciting your shopping list or you could have said whatever. I was ready to say yes. And I remember thinking to myself, really? I thought, wow. And it, it, exactly what you just said, it's not till someone repeats it that you think, wow, okay you know, I'll, I'll thank you for that and um, continue to, to do that then. But I'm so thankful that you came and shared that, particularly because I know that there's a lot of people out there that are offering money mindset, but the fact that you do that from a biblical perspective and, again, that it is Christ-centered, that, uh, you know, I'm sure um, you reflect and go back to what the Bible says. I mean, God is an abundant, you know, prosperous God who blesses us in more ways than we can ever hope to achieve but the money mindset and the beliefs that we are telling ourselves are so important and if we continue to reject you know fear rejection it's kind of like girls I'm sending clients to your door but if you're not going to ask them to work for you you know work with you it's going to be hard to to grow that business so thank you for that now one of the things that I'm doing for all of my guests Althea and I'd love to do that for you too is just close the show with a word of prayer and I do that for you too yeah, fabulous. I love that. Let's uh, pray. Father God, thank you for the opportunity to speak with Althea today and just be reminded of um, just how important it is for us to trust you in all aspects of our life and especially in our business as we're continuing to grow kingdom businesses that honour and uh, just really praise your name. Father, uh, as we are continuing to grow and step forward, may each and every one of us continue to trust you just far more deeply and uh, really just uh, have you as the foundation for our business. Father, we just want to uphold Althea in our thoughts and our prayers that you will continue to bless her work, bless the clients that she's working uh, with, that uh, they will continue to grow businesses that honour you and that um, continue just to deliver results, ultimately praising and glorifying your name. Father, there is so much um, despair uh, in the world. We just continue to pray that Althea's message and the message that her clients will continue to share will be that light and that hope that uh, the world so desperately needs. We thank you, Father, and we ask all of this in the precious name of your son, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you for so much for coming on the show. Uh, I am uh, so blessed from each and every uh, guest and you certainly as well. And thank you so much for honouring um, our time. We certainly would have been able to reschedule, but you know what? It does not go unnoticed. When you say yes to God uh, at all times of the, the morning, uh, you know, for the time zones, he's definitely not noticing that. And I know we've all been blessed through uh, listening and uh, hearing your words today. So thanks for coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for this this platform because, you know, we as, as Christian entrepreneurs, we need to be supported um, by one another and uplifted and, and know that there's others, um, there's others out there yes. and that what we struggle with, we're not alone. Oh, Thank yes. you so much oh, for this platform. My pleasure. My pleasure. And I'm sure we'll have many more conversations. I think uh, sales and selling in uh, not just an authentic but a biblically Christ-focused uh, way is certainly a message that uh, all Christian entrepreneurs 
can benefit from. So again, thanks for coming on the show. You've been listening to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, brought to you by BeTheDifferenceMovement.com, changing the world one message at a time. Do you feel called to influence real change with your message? Join our supportive community of like-minded influencers, thought leaders, and disruptors at www.BeTheDifferenceMovement.com. That's BeTheDifferenceMovement.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.